Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. So good? Okay, here we go today. Yes, fantastic. I'm very excited to introduce you to Ed Robinson. How are you doing, Ed? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am doing great, and I am in beautiful Frederick, Maryland. Wonderful. Ed Robinson is an executive coach and Vistage chair. He works with small and mid-sized business owners, CEOs, key executives, advanced leaders, emerging leaders, and nonprofit executives to improve and sustain their leadership performance and to build high-performing teams and organizations. I think your mission to make the world a better place, one leader at a time, is just remarkable. Very thankful that I can talk to you today, Ed. <laughs> Thank you for asking me to be here. Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Typically, the best clients for me are when a leader has reached an inflection point. They've come to that point where what got them here won't get them there. They're stuck a little bit. You know, oftentimes they've hit a ceiling in terms of the size of their business, how fast it's growing, how much of dependence is on them to get things done. And they're dissatisfied with that reality and they want to create a new reality, a new leadership reality for themselves and their company. Excellent. So uh, are there uh, early indicators where they can uh, see that something is coming uh, that will get them ultimately to that uh, feeling where they feel stuck? Yeah, I will tell you that I tell my clients very often, if they're not having fun, who is? <laughs> so when the job becomes more of an obligation and a burden than a source of self-satisfaction, right? There's a problem when they're dreading going to work, when they're avoiding problems they know they should deal with, right? When they're taking out their frustrations on other people, they just feel stuck. It doesn't feel right anymore. You know, leadership should be like a hand going in a glove. It should fit the person. Now there's no one size glove and there's no right glove. People have to be the best selves when they lead, but when they're leading their organization, it should feel natural. And when it starts to feel unnatural, something's up. Mm, wonderful. So assuming we're still all humans, so what are common mistakes uh, you know, your clients typically make when trying to solve that problem? I tell my clients there's two big statements I want them to get comfortable saying, and they struggle with, I don't know, mm. and I need help. Mm. There's a lot of folks out there who what they get themselves in trouble because they can't admit they don't know something. You can almost see it when they're talking to you. The spin machine starts turning, and they're really talking around the issue, not through the issue. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, it's okay. There's a lot of things we don't know when we're you know, carving out new territory or reaching new heights professionally. We're going to bump into a lot of things we don't know, and that's okay. Life is about learning and growing through the process. And then the second thing is, and it's more of a problem, I'd say, for male leaders than female leaders uh, that I see, is an unwillingness to ask for help. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of Ralph Waldo Emerson and his essays, and I like the essay self-reliance, but self-reliance taken too far can be a problem. You can't scale or grow a business without leaning on and depending upon other people, surrounding yourself with good people. So it's okay to not know. It's okay to need help. So surround yourself with experts and good people that can help you get to where you want to go. Wise words. Nobody is doing it alone. (laughs) Wonderful. So before I ask Ed, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Ed, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? You know, I'm fortunate that I deal with a lot of high-performing people. And high-performing people try to achieve high performance in all aspects of their life. So they tend to be more fit than the average person right? They focus on themselves and their development. And if there's one thing I could tell the average person, invest in their own professional development, read for 30 minutes a day. I'm not going to tell you what to read. Find something that speaks to you, that helps you either personally or professionally and have the discipline, whether it's the Harvard Business Review or McKinsey Quarterly, the MIT Sloan Review, Mm -hmm. right? If there's something out there professionally that can give you an edge and make you smarter at what you do, that's a good thing. But you got to have that discipline. And I've had the discipline for years. I have to read at least 30 minutes a day. Sometimes I'll stay up in my bed until I get it done because my job is to get smarter every day. Hmm. Well, I like the, how you put it. So, and uh, you know, there's this there's this moment when you kind of like discover that uh, what is my interest in reading so what should I read you ask yourself so I think that alone is it worth to uh, commit to that and of course the discipline that comes along with that so I think that I'm reading this book right now and if you read it you can see it it's it's in reverse order but the fifth agreement which followed the fourth agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz and it's uh, and this is a book I'm reading and it's really forcing me to be introspective and thoughtful about where I'm at in life And it's, it's having my brain exercise in ways it normally wouldn't, which is a good thing. Love it. Thank you already for the recommendation. I'll take that as a win. So um, I want to give you also the uh, um, platform uh, to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. And one of the things I've realized as an individual is only so much of me to go around. So I've tried to create a website um, that has resources that's available for folks. So capacity, C-A-P-C-I-T-Y dash building, B-U-I-L-D-I-N-G dot com. And you'll see a section there called resources. And in there I have articles, some of my favorite articles that I've liked, book recommendations, excerpts from books I like, website recommendations, free downloads and tools. So I wanted to create a repository and a place where people can go and access free information. I'm also a big fan for everybody out there of the website ceoexpress.com, which is probably the best resource I've found that uh, accumulates all the knowledge and information out there on the web that would be germane to a business leader and makes it easily accessible. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Ed, for sharing uh, your treasure chambers, so to speak. So we put in the link in, uh, in the show notes, definitely, uh, so our audience can figure it out. 
So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Why do I do what I do? Mm, you care to share? Sure. I mean, I think we're all on a personal mission and our job is to be true to ourselves, And we need to pay attention to the signals. And I think a life is judged by the impact you have on other people, not what you gain personally, right? Mm. So I do this because, as you said in the intro, I want to change the world for the better one leader at a time. There's a lot of people out there pointing fingers, complaining, ruminating on why things are bad or should be better. And I want to be different to that. I want to make sure that I get up every day, corner of the universe, I'm trying to make a difference. And I've chosen specifically to work with the entrepreneurial and small business class because I believe where does all change take place at the grassroots level? You want to have find a vibrant community, it typically has a vibrant entrepreneurial class. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to affect change either through for-profit or non-profit leaders. And the people, as one of my friends says, I'm trying to help the few that affect the many. Mm-hmm. And through that, it's like my own pebble in the ocean, I hope. And then those ripples spread far and wide. Wonderful. I love those ripples. <laughs> Definitely. <Yeah. laughs> so this already brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Yeah, I think all of us have been there when we when, when our kids grow up and leave the nest, right? Mm. And my daughter's studying in Rome right now, but my son is now beginning to stand on his own two up in Burlington, Vermont. So my wife and I went, we visited him in Burlington and we met him at a French restaurant. He's starting as he's got all to appreciate nicer restaurants. And when we showed up, he said he'd get there before us and he'd reserve a table. And when I walked in this restaurant, he had gotten us the corner table and he was sitting there um, and he had a sweater that I had given him um, that had the Vistage logo on it. It was cute. And I walked in and I saw my son, this young man and the man he's becoming waiting, who'd gotten there ahead of us at the restaurant to make sure that everything was okay. And when he got up and he gave me that big smile, which I hadn't seen in person for months, I got goosebumps all over my body and it made me so proud. It, it's nice when you, when your children become the people you always hope they would and maybe even exceed your expectations. I, I heard a quote once which really affected me. It said that by the time your children are 18, you will have spent 90% of the time you'll ever spend with them. Hmm. And if you think about that, you have this relationship with your children that's so intensive, but it's a relatively brief period of time in the wide scheme of things. And then your interactions become infrequent, right? And so when you get those opportunities to reconnect with them and see them, and it's just like where you left off, But you also see them grow up and become independent young people. It makes you very proud and happy. Mm. Wow, wonderful. Thank you for sharing this amazing Goosebumps moment with uh, uh, your son and your family. So it's uh, it's really uh, heartwarming and moving how important uh, the time we share and how precious it is. So thank you, Ed, for this beautiful Goosebumps moment. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you for having me today. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.